Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. The most up-to-date news in the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... Alright, so you got some options. It's kind of later on in the day. Is the... Maybe it's kind of late. Maybe it's kind of dangerous to go check out the warehouse district at this point or the on the warehouse district. Uh, yeah, it's, is it time to go back to the hotel? Is it time to kind of make a plan, see if Miss Pines found something for you? Uh, what's the plan at this point for the team? So it should be like the afternoon, right? Uh, a little Maybe. bit later. Yeah, it's getting, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Evening, not, uh, not early evening, not all the way there. Evening. Yeah, that's a good word for it. <laughs> yeah, it should be evening because, yeah, we got, we snuck in late afternoon. Yeah. I might remember. We, uh, we, did, we did some totally righteous justice. Yes, that's what and we'll then call we were going to go to the warehouse. <laughs> yeah, so we find ourselves in the late pre-evening. So it's warehouse time? Yeah, unless someone yeah. wants to go somewhere else. On the way over, um, I'll, I'll look up and see if I can find some maps of the uh, or blueprints of the, uh, the warehouse district. All right. Well, so you do have the request into Miss Pine, and she did said she'd send anything to... Uh, hotel, I guess, if she found, or swing by there and seeing if she found something for you, or what? Yeah, I mean, is it like, a, is it a huge detour? Are we gonna like, are we talking, are we talking like hours? Yeah, I'll say like a like... half hour tops. It's, it's like, no, it's yeah, it's a small, relatively small area. It'll still be daytime when we get to like yeah. the warehouse. Well, like an hour or so. Yeah, at least. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good to like go there so we can finish the off as night is is leaving as it's becoming night, so that nobody can see the smoke. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, this isn't this isn't supernatural. We're not hunting vampires at night here. We're hunting bees. Oh right, right, right. Supernatural wasps. Killer killer bees. Mosquitoes, I think, actually. But, That's probably yeah. the closest an- an- analog. Yeah. 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 All right. So hotel first. Yeah, we'll swing by there. Yeah. So um, there is a package waiting for you. It is. A collection of maps, but they're historic maps. It turns out that, unsurprisingly, there's a kind of a collection of bootlegging tunnels that crisscross across that entire area that connect up to an older section of the sewer. And surprising no one, the warehouse district you're investigating kind of, it is, it was at one point used for those types of activities. So, and there are a couple extra notes. There's like it's a kind of a stack of ones you could overlay with each other, and the final one is kind of an asset. It's very modern. It's got a bunch of notes scrawled on it, most of which refer to the fact there's a bunch uh, been a surprise number of cave-ins. Like most of the warehouses there, 
they're not actually used as warehouses. There's a couple ones that are still kind of used for storage, but it's not a well-used area. Most of the buildings are kind of pseudo-abandoned, or at least like they're rented, but barely kind of thing. Like it's they're they're barely owned at this point. Most of them are in bad states. They're just kind of owned because maybe the property will become value and or it's more of a hassle to sell them at this point. And whoever kind of put this together for you spent some time. And yeah, the the homeless camp is in a one of the larger buildings, is one of the more intact buildings, but it was also the site of a pretty major kind of floor collapse a couple of years ago where a chunk of the basement fell into the kind of old school tunnel sewer system that would connect the entire together previously. Gotcha. So it sounds like we're going to be diving into the, the sewers again. Do you think there's some sort of like urban exploration YouTubers that have kind of gone through this? Yeah, that's a thing. I can look for some urban exploration videos. Yeah, if you guys definitely. Want. Definitely. We've already done that once too, I guess. Like I'll even, I won't, I'm, I'm not going to get real for that. You've already kind of gone through this down this path once, and maybe you know the sites or kind of some of the names to search. And yeah, so there are, again, there's some kind of scrawled out maps that you compare to what you've now been given. Do line up. They kind of note some danger zones to it. They're not the most up-to-date things, but there's no, nothing in the last, like, we'll call, say, like, five or six months, but that makes sense because, well, winter was happening up until relatively recently. And yeah, no, uh, the tunnels are in pretty good shape. The cave-ins like happened a while ago and were the cause of just kind of like the floor finally giving way. So the chances of like something falling on you while you're down there are low. It does support uh, Vicky's timeline, though, of whatever she did was in the last two months or so. It wasn't some long ongoing thing. Like there's been no incidents of people being attacked by weird monsters or strange bugs or anything like that in the last like prior to the last two months there's no reports of them at all kind of thing but it's yeah it's nothing super current gotcha it does point out some entry points though that are not official ones so there's a couple buildings you could use to get into the underground area that wouldn't be like a manhole cover or a more official access like there's been points where either some other walls have fallen in or some bootlegging tunnels finally kind of fell open. You can slip in and out those. Oh, perfect. So I'm, I'm happy to come down there with you guys, but I'm nowhere near as fast as any of you. So if we start to run, I just want to guarantee that you're not going to just leave me behind. Well, it's Chicago. I'm pretty sure we can find one of those electric scooters to take us or to take down to the series with us. Those are all GPS. Just saying. Never mind. Well, we should probably just use a... Right if we have to run, um... I mean... Shopping cart? Yeah, you've got... You're the money person. We can pick up, like, some cheap scooter thing somewhere, uh, at, like, a a Kmart or something. I'm sure there's some sort of sports store around here. Some some rollerblades. Yeah. Skateboard. A Segway or something? You rollerblade there, uh, no, Lawrence. No, this sounds like a very bad idea. I think that if we have to retreat, we should just do it in a a tactical manner with our fire. Yeah, yeah there we like, go. I'll trust you guys. We'll, we'll be like gazelles, you know, like the the slowest gazelle gets eaten. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll be fine. You think we could uh, just take an RV? 
or not an RV, ATV. Those are the things that are called, you know, little dirt bikes or whatever the heck have you. There's got to be someone we could. ATVs make a lot of noise, and if we're planning on getting in and out quietly. Uh, you're right, you're right. That's just going to echo. Uh, again, it's a, like, sewer tunnel. Getting one down, there's going to be a hassle, too. Yeah, it's fine. I just want my concerns noted, but... Yeah, I'm sure that everything's going to go according to plan, and we're not going to have to run away from anything. Yeah, we're not going to fight a horde of evil mosquitoes or anything, or mushy people. Just make sure you've got your Kevlar on, you've got your um, your your neck pad on, and it'll be fine. It seems like fire is really the way to go, so we know they're Bane. Let's do it. We can pick up uh, some some bottles of alcohol and uh, make some more makeshift Molotovs if we need them. How readily available are dragon breath rounds for shotguns? I imagine not readily. <laughs> I think you have to make those yourself, don't you? Like they're not you can't legally buy them. They are very illegal. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to check before we went down there with carring torches if we could be try- buying well, dragon breath. They actually breath. don't work that well either. I guess that's fair. Well, I can give a crack at it. It's been a minute since I've had to modify ammunition, but you do have that uh Practical, uh, that kind of a special munitions book. Yep. Um. Well, here, let me see if I can work sure. something out. Handler, if I wanted to create incendiary munitions, would I be using military science or demolitions? What crafting skills do you have? None. <laughs> okay, so it'd probably be demolitions at that point. What is your demolitions and what is your firearms? Um, my demolitions is 40% and my firearms is 62%. That's probably enough to rig something together. I, it's, this will take some time for the record, like finding the supplies for this and making them. I actually don't know what's in a dragon off round or a, yeah, that's what a, a dragon round. Uh, so I'm not sure what that even would look like searching wise, but so we'll kind of hand wave it some, but rounding this up and finding like you, making shotgun shells isn't just a thing you can do in a hotel room. It does require equipment to go through that process not a lot of equipment but it's stuff you would have to buy and track down and someone's gonna have some opinions about that the hotel potentially do you guys want to do this or just go i think we should just go i don't think we need it i mean we should at least have some sort of incendiary device if you will other than just the uh yeah let's set up some we we got those we have those molotovs don't we Yeah. yeah you get a couple molotovs uh we can buy a couple extra bottles of alcohol or fill some up with some gasoline and get a couple flare guns. I'm also going to buy some Axe body spray and a lighter. You know, we could just use a super soaker and a lighter and an arm. You'll be fine. We could just grab some kerosene. Kerosene's okay. easily uh, procurable. Yeah. Yeah. Issues you gotta pump a super soaker, but yeah. I can't wait to see the roll on a fucking super soaker pump. <laughs> exploding. I just look. I just have to press down this button here and hold up my lighter, and the axe body spray will be a perfect flamethrower if I need it. So, for for at arm's length. Yeah, but that's further than the tarring torch is going to go. All right. Well, we'll I'll, I will leave you to your devices with that. Still take Molotovs and fl- and uh, flares are a good way to go, but whatever you guys yeah. decide. I mean, yeah, let's pick those up as well. 
we're going to want to light up this whole place as we go. We're not going to want surprises, so we'll want to buy a bunch of, like, um... Well, we'll also want to get some some heavy-duty glow sticks as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, glow sticks and flares would be a good play. Are you talking flares like a flare gun, or flares like road flares that you, like, snap and drop? Well, I was thinking originally flare gun, but flares as well wouldn't be a bad play. Road flares would probably be uh, handy to navigate tunnels. Yeah. And then we can get head-fixed lights for uh, our Kevlar helmets as well, if you'd like. Yeah. I think the glow sticks might be the play just to kind of leave breadcrumbs. Yeah. You know, find our way back so we don't end up in uh, some crazy witch's oven. As well as we're going to want some some gas masks for the smoke. A good idea. We can pick that up at an Ace Hardware, right? <laughs> a military supply surplus store? Probably that one. Oh, you know, the gas masks. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Military surplus would probably be the best. I mean, filters is probably another question. Actually, now you probably could pick those up at a military surplus store if you, if you can buy MREs there. Yeah, I could imagine you can buy those. Gas masks aren't super restricted, so. And it also said gas masks are a thing you can also just buy. Like respirators, full head respirators are a thing you buy for non military purposes. Yep. That's right, for like painting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Home Depot or whatever. If any of you are like good with, you know, the underworld or anything, if we're stopping off at a military surplus store, you could just see if, you know, the guy is selling some dragon's breath under the table. Wait, wait, you think he just got like a flamethrower under the counter in the back? Mm, he might. I mean, we could stop by Chinatown. That's probably the best place for that. I mean, we we don't have a lot of time till sunset. Yeah, yeah we should probably just hit up like Home Depot on. or something. It'll, it'll have all these things. For sure, we need the flares, gas masks, glow sticks. Yep, Home Depot. Yeah, we're still using the Bank of Florence for this. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. So let's run through the list right now. We're buying road flares, flare guns, respirators, aerosol Close. that you can light with a fly of or the lighter of some kind. Kerosene. Masks. Kerosene. The arson's full array. I can imagine this stuff. This stuff wouldn't even break $500. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's it's probably getting close, but it's not quite there. I mean, I can use my Francis money, or sorry, Florence money from the last few operations that I didn't spend. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no, it's it's not quite. Yeah, we're not going to be real for expenses. I was thinking about it, but yeah, it's still under that, I think, by enough that we're. I'm going to have to go through that whole process. But yeah, okay, so we have this gear. We're turning into kind of like the tactical Michelin men almost with the weird stuff we're strapping onto the characters. <laughs> All right, cool. So what do people each have at this point? Did anyone else kind of go the aerosol lighter approach that uh, Florence went, or is that just a Florence thing at this point? Well, since she can't shoot for shit. I wanted to make, make, a, uh, make do with a makeshift uh, flamethrower. Like, you... People were. A ch- I, I was a child once. I made a small flamethrower, but you're gonna do the kerosene and super soaker thing. Does that actually work? Kind of. A little more professional, though. What are you doing? I guess kerosene, small, uh, small pump. Uh, well, yeah, no, it's just an adult kerosene super soaker with a with a torch situation. Yeah, because those only kind of work too. The yeah, they're. Lighting stuff that's already flammable on fire, they're not really flamethrowers, because 
Mm-hmm. It's just the dark secret of flamethrowers. Flamethrowers shoot their own special thing. They're not just fire. It's a whole nasty yeah. concoction inside of them. It's mm-hmm. like it's so it sticks to the, the target yeah. too. Baby napalm. Yeah, actually, you can yeah. do that if you mix. I think it's kerosene with soap, uh, gasoline, and styrofoam. Yeah, there it is. It's awful. Yeah, but I'm also bringing the tarring torch, the the aerosols backup. All right, so we, we buy all this stuff. Uh, Florence is going to be carrying the, the flamethrower, the mini flamethrower. I'll uh, I'm probably going to hang on to my normal set, like have a shotgun and stuff, and have them worry with much flamethrower and all that stuff. <clears throat> Just because, like, we want to make sure that we're not carrying too much stuff that our characters are burdened. It's not like a Legend of Zelda backpack where we just have everything. There actually aren't a ton of rules about that in the game, ironically. Like it's oh, there aren't. Um, oh, hell yeah. There's within reason rules, but I buy a medieval suit of armor. No. <laughs> fucking plate yes, armor. <laughs> yeah, how to beat these these things. Have full plate armor. <laughs> yeah, what's my AC dude up? <laughs> I'd like to roll military science uh to craft a suit of armor. That's a crafting thing, not a military science thing. Uh, I studied medieval uh, military. Is it? Um, on, uh, <laughs> it's crafting still. Damn it! What about a trebuchet, dude? How uh, are we gonna fucking fit a trebuchet into the sewers? It's a mini one. It's crafting woodworking. I see you're also a man of culture, Francis. <laughs> see, all these people want to want to craft these things. I'll just buy them. <laughs> Alright, well, I guess, uh, are we gonna do all of our runs to pick up all of our stuff? Yeah. Yes. Alright. I'm hand whipping that some, too, as it says it's time-burning at that point. Yeah. yeah that's what I figured. Okay. Cool beans, then. Yeah, so I guess to run down the equipment, I guess, you know, we'll all have flare guns and some flares. Mm-hmm. Low sticks. Um, yeah. While we are supply shopping, I do point at the, or Father Faustus does point at the radio flyer red wagon and motions to Dr. Florence, like, we always pick one of these up for you. Uh, it could be useful for carrying some extra supplies on. While we're there at the supply store, does the military surplus store happen to have first aid kits? Yeah, they definitely have those. Most places okay. will have those. Okay, I want to make sure to mention and that we bring first aid kits as well. Okay. I already have one, but having extra isn't a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I figure we might have already tapped into it from our last encounter. Possibly? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I, re- I re-top those things pretty often. Yeah. Okay, cool. But we should probably pick up an extra just in case. Yeah. Alright, cool. So off to the warehouse district? Mm-hmm. Off to the warehouse district. All right. So, the map that you got from whoever kind of pine tapped to do that identified a couple possible buildings. And uh, the most probable one, the one that's kind of recommended is this is like based on other stuff we dug up is Chicago Millworks. It's a large brick building kind of set towards uh, the mid back end of the entire area based on just kind of proximity to all the lines that line up with it. Like, this thing at one point was used to store grain and a variety of other things. It's been abandoned for a long time. And by all measures, it was used just to run a ton of alcohol at one point through. Like, it's got multiple access points to the down-below areas. It's got an enormous basement that makes no sense for the building. Yeah, it's been abandoned for quite some time. It's owned by 
some historical society at this point that doesn't have the money to, re- to kind of recoup it at this point. But yeah, so as you're kind of driving into the area, you see a collection of large kind of old school turn of the century, kind of 1900s, late 1800s buildings, big brick, lots of glass has been broken out with metal framing to it. And you see this building and it's fenced in with a kind of a, like we'll call it an eight foot tall brick fence around it. And you do see the occasional person kind of about, but they look sick, like not like zombified sick, but definitely not doing great. They'll probably recover, but there's definitely something off in the area. Let's keep our eyes peeled and get moving. Do we want to tell people to clear the area? If we clear the area and they're infected, we need to I say we just let them be. And just in case, if we need to clean up afterwards, we can keep those who have been affected by this area around this area. We don't want these guys to start spreading, you know? Well, if we can get, if they end up in a hospital, they'll recover. Okay. But yeah, I agree. You're right. Now, is this the, is this the only, I know you said there were some outbuilding entrances. Is there a like another building? Like, so we do, do we have to walk through all these crowd? This uh... you can drive right now too. If you're not in the kind of building uh, courtyard, for lack of a better phrase, you're still in kind of a street that runs through all of this. Again, this was an industrial area. There are kind of access roads that go through it that have become real streets of the passage of time. One of the access points that you saw on the map is like two or three buildings down from where you're at. It appears to have been in a uh, tractor manufacturing building of some kind. Well, you guys are the shooters, so. You decide approach and how we deal with this. So yeah, I guess we um, I, can we determine the center of this area from the sort of the, I don't know, the amount of the amount of garbage and uh, avoidance of the sick. No, they're just kind of about. They're pretty spread out though too. Um, what are you trying to figure out? I guess exactly. Like, are they like radiating out from one spot, or are they trying to avoid one spot? Like, what's the? You can also just talk to one person if you wanted to do that. That's totally a thing you could do. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what, what, um, uh, are we able to identify the building that has like the floor cave in? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the mill. Bu- that's the grain building I was talking about. The one that was tagged on the map you got from Pine. Hmm. Gotcha. Are we able to like see inside of it? Maybe like through some open windows. All the windows that are there have kind of been busted out. Some, so you can definitely see inside. It's just a big warehouse, though, from kind of. Street level. Also, there's an eight foot tall fence around it. Like you're kind of looking up into stuff. You'd have to get on top of the fence or get inside the fence to get a real kind of floor level look inside of it. Gotcha. Well, I mean, the fence has got like holes and it's probably yeah. the gates. Open, yeah, you right? got to try to find a vantage point for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming you're in the car right now. I guess is what I'm going for. Well, I'm assuming is you're in the car right now. You're not kind of exited out into the environment to deal with the, the reality of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not committing to anything just yet unless anyone else yeah. has an idea. Well. I mean, these things aren't really quite fond of the light, right? So we probably should be looking for some place that has a lot of people kind of coming in and out or has a lot of food for the whatever the hell these things are. As well, some of this could be dark for most of the day. Wouldn't the best option would be like an access tunnel in the shadow of a building? Probably want our exit to be well lit. If they don't like light, and we're trying to get away for any reason. If we're going into a well-lit area, they're probably not going to follow. But, again, you guys are the 
tactical angle of things, so that could just leave us exposed. I'm not sure. Well, hmm. I'm trying to think, because if something's already caved in, how much more can it really cave in? Or, like, what's the weak areas around this this place? Uh, does anyone really, does anyone have any kind of experience with, like, civil engineering or just kind of architecture in general? Um, no. But I am gotcha. really smart. <laughs> no, that would help. Well, what I was thinking is we probably don't, we probably want an in and out the same way. We don't want to have to kind of bank for our escape route being a passageway or some pathway that we've not tracked just in case we ended up getting cornered underneath there. The structural integrity of the area is already kind of questionable seeing as how there's already a cave-in. Agreed. So, if I kind of agree with what you were saying, we want our exit to be well lit. But we also want to make sure our exit is not something that's going to end up collapsing. I wouldn't be too worried about more collapses, I guess. Like, it's kind of, the area's kind of settled. The collapse that happened is long ago. It wasn't a recent thing, I guess. Mm, gotcha. Well, also, I guess, um, hey, uh, Florence, do you have the maps with you, or who has the maps? I shall break out the maps. Where is the closest area to the... Why can't I remember the gated community's name? The Peak? The Peak. Does the... Like, what's a what's a decent pathway, I guess, from the peak to the warehouse district? Because in two months' time, it really could just be anywhere, but we can at least say it's like, all right, cool, it kind of headed from this, from this area at least, or it came from this direction, you know? Sure, I guess, like, are you asking, like, how direct a path is it from the peak to where you're at? Yes. You saw, like, when you were down in the sewer, uh, the, in the, in the tunnel system, you saw signs that were indicating the warehouse district, I guess. Like it this is the other kind of major thing it links up to, and the maps do confirm this. Like it it is kind of a spider web. These are the two kind of major ends of it. That was the arguably the main access point was the one over by the peak, and these were kind of the spider combs throughout it that connected other buildings to it and stuff like that. But yeah, I it's a direct ish path, but it is a bit of a maze down there. It's not like a crazy labyrinth, but it's yeah. It's a logical direction could have gone. Like you didn't explore all the way through it, but like if you want to backtrack through it as well, it's a thing you could also hypothetically do. Hmm. Could we set up a corral? If we have the maps, we could kind of force a perimeter using fire. Uh, it's probably work? a very bad idea to start a fire in a sewer. True. I think we should just go in there. And you know, so maybe scope out before we start heading into the, the sewer area. Make sure you know there's no surprises behind us, and then dive in there. Sounds good. Do you guys try and look around the fence? Try and look through the uh, kind of like I could go on a fence, like look through the wall or something. Like what's the? Yeah, if there's like an opening, maybe like maybe like a ground level window or like uh, it's, it's a open. it's a wall. Like it's it's a brick wall around this thing. It's just a kind of privacy wall at that point like there's probably some oh, holes in it so it was a fence uh, yeah, yeah I we'll just... the wrong thing sick <laughs> yeah we'll just we'll just 
I mean, the, the gate's probably open, right? Yeah. I'll just walk through the gate. All right, cool. So upon entering the space, it's this is definitely where the third homeless camp was located. Like it's undeniably there. There's the remnants of it. It's nowhere near as populated as you might expect, given quote the number of disappearances that have happened over here. But there are abandoned tents. There's signs of people living here. It does seem somewhat abandoned, though. And kind of looking into the big warehouse building, the front door of this thing has been busted off either through time or if someone actually put some effort into it and looking inside you can kind of see it's a little bit out of distance it's a little bit far away but kind of two-thirds of the way into the building the floor just kind of gives way and seems to slope down into below the floor you can't see where it goes after that point but it's kind of a slow natural ramp where the floor caved in on itself make sure that there's no one else up here with us and then head on down We'll do a sweep of the first floor, or above ground areas. Yeah. Yeah, so there are some homeless people around. They kind of don't seem to notice you. They're very preoccupied, not feeling well, or kind of... They definitely see you, but they don't really seem to register you. They're not all there at this point. They do look a little bit sickly. But, yeah, no one kind of approaches you through all this. Do they look like they're going to recover? Yeah, they're, they're probably going to do okay. There's not in the great, they're not in the greatest health right now, is the way of thinking of it. They're not on death's door by any measure. Would you? Are there any bugs around flying around? No, there are not. At least not outside. Inside. All right, so you're inside the building now. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Uh, I, th- I thought we were inside the building. Are we? I hadn't gotten. I hadn't, I had not placed you in there yet, but we can totally go in there if you want. I right, will do a sweep of the outside. Or- in the in the fence area, but not inside yet. Is the is the collapsed like area? Is that that's inside the building? Right? Is yeah, that outside? That's inside the building. Okay, my bad. I, thought, I thought you described the collapsed area. My bad. I did. Yeah, it's inside the building, but yeah, you can see it from where you're at because it's the floor gave way in a pretty major way. Gotcha. So there's nothing else out outside. The, nah, uh, just kind of this semi-abandoned homeless camp. There are people about. They're not paying attention to you. There's kind of minding their own business. You do stick out a little bit. Like, this is not a place that the four of you blend especially well, but also no one who cares is around either, so kind of moot at that point. Gotcha, like looks like, uh, looks like outside's pretty clear. Are you guys ready to check out the inside? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Stay close together. Uh, as we move in, I would say keep an eye out for uh, anything that's like slumped over or whatever have you. We won't be able to tell whether or not someone's sleeping or someone's dead. Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm, I'm going to suggest for formations that uh, I again uh, we'll have somebody cover the front. I'll cover the rear, uh, preferably the shooters, just because uh, I want to make sure we cover all of our angle. So I'll mm-hmm. cover the back. Uh, you want to cover the, the front there? Yeah, I can cover the front. I'll bravely yeah. carry up the middle. Sounds good. I'll stay alert and just kind of make sure there's if there's anything that's like coming up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just keep that head on swivel. Uh, the, the the shuffle. Okay. As we kind of pop in. Is it one of those things just like, hey, do I roll an alert list to see if there's, to just kind of 
keep aware if I see any kind of like bodies in the ground or what is your base level alertness without rolling for it? Like what is the percentage at? 68. Yeah. So you have a pretty good, just passive alertness at that point. Yeah. So most of that stuff will probably pop up. Like you and Francis are alert people by any measure of Delta green, this kind of thing. Like the, you have very high password. If something was sneaking up on you, that's why I'd make you roll. But just kind of for walking into a space and seeing if things are weird. Nah, you're, you're going to see stuff like that. And I will say, yeah. as you walk into the space, you two do see a person that's kind of off in the shadows. You also do occasionally hear a very kind of quick, like rapid buzz from point A to point B. It's not like a loud kind of multi insect thing, but you do occasionally hear something that definitely sounds like a large bug of some kind, but there is also this one person that they're not doing well. They're kind of off in the shadows as you go in. They're not near the hole, but they're definitely kind of off in a corner of the space. They're making some sick noises. They probably be the only person in the room with you, though. Gotcha. Just some just some general questions before we move on. Sure. Is this area well, like, is, is this inside area, is it, would you say it's well lit? It's all natural light. So holes in the ceiling and kind of holes in the wall are giving your light at this point. It's well enough lit, I guess. Like you can still see fine, but there are kind of pockets of shadow. Now, I wouldn't say like no one's pulling like a stealth out of the shadows in this space, but there are definitely kind of pockets of darkness that someone like in total black could hide a little bit better in. But nah, it's, it's pretty well lit. Like between the big door being open, the windows being busted out and holes in the roof, it's got light to spare. Gotcha. And would you say that this is a um, like an open, like a like totally open area, or are there like small like rooms off the side? Very big open. It's just one big cavernous space. There are kind of some remnants of whatever used to be here. Some like some large tables that got flipped over. Maybe some kind of like railway equipment that may have been used at one point to move stuff mm-hmm. in and out. But yeah, for the most part, it's just a big open space. Most of it though probably fell in with whatever broke the floor though too. I still take out my flashlight. Um, for sure, just to kind of help any kind of, sure, just to help see. And should we call out to him, or should we just kind of slowly walk up? We should call out to him. Yeah, shine a light on him. I can tell you if he is gonna recover. I move my flashlight beam over to. How far is this? How far is this body? By the way. Is it like on the other side of the warehouse space or is it like this is a big space like we're talking like the size of a football field easily inside here kind of thing. So I will say they're like 100, 200 feet away from you kind of thing. Like They're off in one side towards the entrance. Gotcha. No one brought a tiki torch, did they? I mean. No, no joke. All right. <laughs> Let's move. Carefully, I guess. Let's try to investigate whether or not this man, this uh, body's about to pop, or if it's just someone that could save. This person's like standing up, right? No, they're on the ground. Is this the, is that the only noticeable person and or body? Yeah, inside with you at this point. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll approach them. I'm gonna ready my uh, my shotgun just in case. Sure. Oh yeah, me too. All right, so you're, you're approaching this person, guns out. Absolutely. Okay. Guns out, but I'm pointing on the ground. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, guns on the hand, but lowered. Just clarifying. Mm-hmm. And uh, our guns are out, and our, our shotguns are out as well. All right. Warren says her ma- gas mask on at this point. Yeah. 
All right. So as you approach, this is a woman. Actually, she's kind of on the, she's kind of crouched on the ground, kind of a little bit huddled over, kind of in a corner. She's got some stuff pulled over into a kind of a makeshift blanket of sorts. Uh, she is terrified because there are three people coming at her with guns. She's kind of got a crazed look in her eyes. She's not looking well though either. Uh, Florence, give me a medical check. Sure. Does medicine work here? Yeah. So that's what I meant. Yep. Medicine. Critical success. Eleven. Nice. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah, so looking at her, she has a kind of a faint cough that's kind of just like as she like breathes, there's a bit of a cough to it. There's a very distinctive discoloration to her skin, and there is a a bit of a rot smell to her. Not like rotting rotting, but kind of like you're familiar with the smell. Like when people get sick, they put off this kind of bad body smell, for lack of a better phrase. It's yeah, she is she's not in a good way. Is she beyond saving, or does Florence think she could give her something out of the med kit to help her rebound in the long run? She probably needs more attention than just the med kit can provide, but like you kind of learned at the CDC, so long as like you, you it's pretty easy to recover from. Like the fatality rate for this, as far as people have observed, is non-existent like to a healthy immune system. Like so immune boosters would probably help her out, like Maybe just a bunch of vitamin C might be enough to push her over the edge, but in her current state, it's doubtful she'll survive. So she'd need to get to a hospital. Or a doctor at a minimum, yeah. And maybe just being in a better environment might help her out kind of thing, but again, like in her current location and state, it's not likely. Can Florence determine how long she has until she would succumb? You can try. I'm not sure what you'd have as a measure of that, I guess. Like, you haven't actually seen anyone succumb to this yet. You've just kind of seen the after effects and hypothesis. Yeah, I'd also say, like, you actually haven't seen... You've seen the bugs, but they've mentioned kind of the venom. That's what causes people to get sick, hypothetically. And that's potentially different. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's not, but... yeah. Um... I mean, Florence will just say uh, she'd survive if she got to a doctor. I kind of want to reach out to her. It's like, hey, hey, I know this. I know this kind of looks not the most ideal, but you probably should get out of here. Can you get up? I, I, if I could, I, I wouldn't be here anymore. Uh, it's. it's who are you for? We are investigating a source of an illness. There's kind of something that we're just, we need to find out. Were you, I know this is kind of weird, but do you mind if one of us can just quick do a medical check, Kranya? Yeah, sure. Whatever. I, said you're doctors or something? You're here investigating how people keep getting sick here? More like yeah. guardian angels. Yeah. Um, this is Dr. Florence. We are just making sure that, like, hey, this city's safe or whatnot. We just want to make sure that we, we can contain the sickness if it is something that we need that is widespread. Florence, could you check her neck real quick? Florence will come over and ask her to, like, look down at the ground and look at the back of her neck. Yeah, so she complies, and as you get closer, you are noticing that just kind of, like, there's patches of, like, 
what look like either black or maybe even decaying skin on her kind of thing. Like there's like these kind of black sores on kind of a chunk of her neck. There is no stab wound in the back of the neck, though. Like there are a series of very nasty lacerations kind of along her face, one of her arm. Yeah, you, you, you see some pretty nasty cuts that have definitely gotten infected and might or might not be the source of the toxin, hypothetically. But yeah, none of there's no bug in her, for lack of a better phrase. Florence is just going to say, okay, uh, one moment and motion for everyone to come talk uh, away from the woman. All right. Yeah, I, 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 wa- I walk over to where Florence is motioning us to. I joined the group. So we've got really two choices. Um, I can give her some boosters. We can have her wait here, and when we get back, we can make sure she gets to a hospital or. Your medical opinion. What are her chances? Right now. Um, with some boosters, I'm sure she could probably survive until we get back. Do you guys want to take the chance? I could sedate her. And you guys could cuff her to a pipe in here or something when we get back. But, but... So we, we have more important things to worry about. We can take care of this when we come back. Problem is, if she's if she's infected and we're on our way back from something, and she becomes a roadblock because she's infected or is a carrier, now we've got two points of pressure to worry about potentially. I would rather deal with one threat from one direction than dealing with two threats from two different directions. It only take like three minutes just to dose her with the the boosters, knock her out, handcuff her to something, come back. All right, all right. Honestly, that's probably the best bet. I mean, usually, especially if, from what we've seen at least so far, is that those who are infected are going to be a little bit more agitable, moving around and whatnot. If we can sedate her and cuff her, at least she'll be kind of pinned down. If she ends up passing, I guess we have to wait until her body starts to rot for those things to feed. So, it's a look. Let's do one good thing today. Let's just ease her suffering for a little bit. Yeah? For the record, mercy is also a good thing, but let's let's go with the handcuff approach. Let's let her have that choice. Uh, No, we can't give her that choice. We're going to have to knock her out. Oh, no, 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 not that choice, but to fight to live, but go knock her out. Yeah. So yeah, Florence will go back up to her and say, Hey, I'm going to give you a couple of shots to help your immune system fight whatever you're fighting off here. I'll give you something to relax, and we'll be back in about ten minutes for you, okay? Uh, yeah, okay. You're weirdly well-armed for doctors. What did you say you're doing here again? Just trying to help people, and Florence will hit her with the sedative. <laughs> She kind of seems to enjoy that almost. Like it's, she's probably in a lot of pain just based on kind of what your quick look at her physically is. Yeah. And once she's out, she'll hit her with a couple of um, boosters, some shots that might help her fight whatever she's got at least for a little longer, and then sure, end up in motion to one of the um, just motion to her. Sure. It's all yours. Uh, who has handcuffs? Probably uh, Francis is the only one out of the four of you. Yeah. I don't usually, uh, in my line of work, I wouldn't usually take prisoners, but 
Yeah. Faustus just kind of raises an eyebrow at that. You want to cover Francis? Uh, I don't normally keep handcuffs on me. Um, You're a marshal. You'd hypothetically have them. Oh, I guess that's right. I probably would always keep them on me. Yeah, I'm a marshal. That's like one of marshal's main tools. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know, you're supposed to keep your service weapon on. I don't, I don't know if yeah. they, like, always keep their handcuffs with them. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll handcuff it to a pipe. All there's right, no, cool. like, a, there's no identifying marks on the handcuffs, are there? Nah, they're handcuffs. No, they're okay. pretty general. Very universal. Actually, they're not going to be tracked back to me. No, <laughs> no there, there's no specific serial number, typically. Yeah. Laser engraved monogrammed handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> These are my grandfather's handcuffs, okay? You joke, but I'm sure there's someone out there in some police force or something that has that weirdness going on. Or certain shops of uh, the sexual variety would have engraved uh, handcuffs, but that's not the story. That's fair, yeah. Alright, let's get a Let's let's head down there. So I'm gonna look over at uh, Florence and say, uh, "How long is that? Uh, how much time do we have with that uh, sedative?" Realistically, in her state, probably a couple of hours. Okay, that sounds good. Just want some reassurance. All right, let's uh, get back in our huddle and move. All right, yeah, we sweep the rest of the first floor here. So are you going, so you're kind of going, uh, I guess, like, are you going near the incline at this point, or what, you're just kind of checking out the floor still? Yeah, make sure there's no other uh, sick women up here. Yeah, no. Like yeah, give me a search for that. Look at that beautiful ed- knife's edge search. Father oh, Faust is, uh, is searching as well with the 4%. Yeah, it's exceeding. Yeah, no, oh, it's... Search as well, or... No, like that's plenty, like yeah, that's... It's... Okay. One was more than enough, yeah. So you're looking around. Uh, it's now nothing else up here. Kind of just some remnants of some stuff. Again, like people at one point probably lived in here as being outside, kind of thing. Like it would make sense for the camp to be in here as opposed to outside. But yeah, no, nothing completely off-putting about that. Again, you occasionally hear the like a uh, flittering sound of some large insect uh, moving about, maybe above you or something, but. No swarm or anything like that. And if it's maybe it's just moving its wings ever so slightly, but yeah. So you're getting near the hole in the floor. Sorry, when you say above us, is there like anything? Is there anything above us, or is it just open air? There's roof and rafters and a ceiling eventually. Well, I mean, not just open air. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll get next to the hole unless anyone doesn't want to. Let's do this. Nope. Let's go. <laughs> 